can prove that it was me and that it wasn't just luck and that it wasn't just, I was in the right place at the right time. Like all this hard work, like my system that I had done with the first time doesn't work. And so I had proved the second time that it worked and I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is a good enough system so I can teach my daughters how to do it. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Darlings, the treat I have for you today is the treat of treats. It's Allison J. Prince who is in the house. And if you don't already know or follow Allison, you're about to because this woman was a former school teacher who left teaching to start not one multi-million dollar business, but four. Four seems to be the, her number because she also is the mother of four children. And she taught a couple of them how to create their own six-figure business. I mean, we have so much fun to talk about. Allison is like this complete business mogul who also like lives on an exotic island. And oh, what else do I get to say is just... It's such an honor for me to be able to call Allison a friend. We're in a close mastermind circle together. And this woman is so sweet, spiritual, down to earth, and is just like, you know, Mac Daddy, business mogul all at the same time. Allison, welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. Hey, Gina, I'm just going to listen to that intro on days that I'm feeling down. <laughs> you made me feel like a rock star. That was so you good. Are. Thank you. You are. You are. Oh, my goodness. And like, I'm so excited for my audience, if they don't already know, to to get to know you because you are just, I'm always so impressed because I can feel energetically, you have created your your life, your business, your money, your dreams from your spiritual connection. Totally. And it's so obvious to me. <laughs> and, then, and then when I heard you say that God is your business partner, I'm like, ah. <laughs> It all it all made so much more sense then. So, Allison, why don't you let everyone know kind of how you got started? Tell them the famous story, and then we'll take it from there. All right, perfect, perfect. All right, so I was a school teacher, junior high school teacher, and my first month working, they had to be my first paycheck, and I found out that I qualified for government assistance, and I'm like, you know, this is not the life I want to live. I dreamt <laughs> that I would be able to afford like my own food, right? And so I got, I started this little side job and that's when entrepreneur, like the entrepreneur stuff all started to click in my brain. Uh, and I knew that I could start controlling my own future. And I looked at the contrast of, do I want to work full-time and possibly have a part-time job? And then my husband works full-time. And then at that time we had a baby and I'm like, what are we going to do with the baby? And so I, at that moment, I decided, okay, I got to figure out what's going on. So I dabbled in business for you know a few years, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, who I want to be when I grow up. And I came across e-commerce. And as an introvert, I was like, this is perfect. I'd sit behind my computer. By then I had four kids, like my hair, like bedhead, 
you know, like kids bodily fluid on your shoulder from who knows what. <laughs> and everything I read about e-commerce said you had to have a lot of inventory and you had to have a lot of money to buy the inventory. I didn't have either of those things. And so I looked around my makeshift office, which literally was like the corner of a bedroom. And I found some old crafting supplies. And I said, I'm going to put those up online. Let's see what happens. And I ended up selling that. I think I made my first two, $300. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And so the next day <laughs> I went downstairs or that later that day, cause we sold, I sold out. I only had, I don't remember whatever to get me 200, $300. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't have anything to sell tomorrow. So I went downstairs in my uh, leftover birthday box from a kid's birthday party. And I found like these little gable boxes uh, where you put cookies in or whatever. And I put them up the next day and they didn't sell. And then I'm like, okay, 50-50. I got this. I got this. So I tried to sell something the third day. I cannot remember what it was, but whatever it was, it did not sell. So by the end of the third day, I talked to my husband. And I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. I had, I, here's $200, $300. Let's spend it wisely. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this. And as I was telling my husband that, and he kind of was like, okay, and walked away. I just get this feeling from God that said, Allison, how dare you quit? I just showed you what's possible. How dare you quit? And so well, I was like, you also showed me three days of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But it was at that moment where I was like, all right, God did show me what is possible. And so at that moment, I did make him my business partner. And I said, okay, I'm ready to get both feet into this roller coaster ride that you just showed me that's going to be. Uh, and I'm let's do this. Let's do this. So anyway, Fast forward to a year later, I hit a million dollars in sales, which I'm a school in a year. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was a school teacher. So all those zeros I didn't <laughs> comprehend in my brain. And then by year two, we were a multi-million dollar business. And by like, I don't know, year four or five-ish, I was like, I'm a one hit wonder. I'm a one hit wonder. And of course the thoughts of Satan, right? Come into your brain. And so I started another business and it was selling pillowcases. We grew that to a million dollar business. Well, well, all right, well, hold on. <laughs> you should just like, all right. So when when someone has success and it, it literally, it's very ironic. I was coaching a client earlier today and she had like did her a launch and had like a six figure launch. And she was like, but I feel like it was beginner's luck. And, like, <laughs> and she's so like, true. like a ladybug on her back. And you're like, I feel like I'm a one hit wonder, but let me go start another company. But people, when they're down on themselves like that, don't normally roll the dice on the next up level. What just, Bridge that gap for us there for a second, girlfriend. Well, I, I had to prove that it was me and that it wasn't just luck and that it wasn't just I was in the right place at the right time. Like all this hard work, like my system that I had done with the first time doesn't work. And so I had proved the second time that it worked. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is a good enough system so I can teach my daughters how to do it. So okay, I well, taught wait, them. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So wait, we did the, the first system got to a million dollars in a year and then it did multi-millions. And then, then you started the next company and it also did a million in a year. So it did a million in two years. So I didn't want to confuse my first company because that was still going. So I did this other company like completely off the grid, kind of like my face wasn't associated with it. 
nothing, like no face, no nothing. And I went out there and, and did two million or a million in pillowcases in two years. Then I took that same system, showed it to my daughters and my daughters did six figures in nine months. And How okay, old this were is, they? How old uh, were they? They were 10 and 13 at the time. Oh my gosh. Before high school. <laughs> and this is like the best part. Everybody's like, Allison, you probably just did it for your kids. No, no. I was running two multi-million dollar businesses at that point. Like, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. And so I really feel like this was like God once again saying, Allison, you did it once, you did it a second, you taught someone. I think it's kind of time you start opening up this introvert and start teaching the world. And I'm like, no, I do not want my face anywhere. I am fine just sitting behind the computer selling cupcake liners and straws and pillowcases. I'm good, right? I don't want people making fun of my eyebrows if I draw them on crookedly. Like, I just didn't want that pressure. And God's like, oh, no, I have a different plan for you. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen. <laughs> I don't want to listen. And of course with resistance, he gives me people in my life to help me become more comfortable with it. Mm. And so then I start my journey into teaching other people online. I started with my sister. I started with friends. Then I started moving to the online space and I knew that I could do it because I had practiced with myself, with my daughters. I mean, if you can teach 10 and 13 year olds, right. Um, with my sister, with friends, then I had the confidence to be able to teach. And I, I think that's just a deeper lesson in there, right? Like if I would have come out on day number one, you don't have confidence. It's the forward action. It's the movement that creates the confidence mm -hmm. that you're like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, this is crazy. Like why, who am I? Like I'm a mom of four who has bedhead today. Like, how do I even start this? And it was just the moving forward. That's what helped me to get the confidence to keep moving forward. So movement creates that confidence. Two multi-million dollar businesses <laughs> under your belt. <laughs> but like, Why not? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so, so beautiful. So um, if everyone is not running over to Allison's website to sign up for her programs on how the, we'll give all those links at the end. Stay close, stay close. So well, while we're on e-commerce and what advice do you have for people who are like, I... I don't know what to do e-commerce. Like, what is that? Do I need to like do manufacturing in China? Like, like what, what are some uh, pieces of advice other than we'll sign up for your courses later on, but what advice to someone who's thinking, well, maybe I want to do e-commerce. Okay. So I love that question. Cause number one, I didn't even know what e-commerce was for the first four or five years that I was running e-commerce. I'm like, that is an ugly word. I don't want to be associated with it. I have an online store. I okay. sell cupcake liners. I sell straws. <laughs> I do not have an e-commerce store. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the I, like, I know. <laughs> Whoever came up with that name, I'm like, really? Could we have not made it just a little bit prettier? Like, come on. <laughs> so I think the big thing is, is people, and, and I felt it too. Uh, when we sell products online, we feel like that's going to define us and who we are for the next 10 years. When really what we sold 10 years ago like hardly anybody remembers, right? Or whatever we're doing, we have to get our feet wet and we have to learn uh, step by step to build that confidence to create the person we may not even know we're supposed to be yet. And so when someone comes to me and they're like, Allison, I want to start a store. Like, I love your story. I love your girl's story. I want to start a store, or an online store, but I don't know what to sell. I'm like, perfect. You're in the right spot. Mm -hmm. And 
the thing is, I think people think they have to have one, one thing that's going to define them for the rest of their life. Another like brilliant shark tank idea. I've not sold one shark tank worthiness idea ever. <laughs> and I honestly don't plan on it because if you think about it, like the people at shark tank, they're coming up with these new inventions. They have to spend a year figuring out prototypes, a year for education on this new product, why everybody needs it before they even make their first sell. Whereas pillowcases, like how many people own pillowcases? Everyone. Everyone. So you just sell what's trending. You sell what people are already buying so that you can step into that role and learn and grow faster to be able to get to your dreams. And like I said, the first few things I sold was just basically garbage. I mean, it wasn't garbage. I didn't get out of the trash can. It was leftovers crafting supplies that I was never going to use again. I was trying to figure out what to do with it besides, I mean, I headed to the trash, right? And then I sold these blocks of wood that were behind my shed and I was taking pictures of them. Yeah. Like a one by one block of wood, like naked, nothing on them, Gina, nothing on them. (laughs) And I'm taking pictures and my neighbor walks over to me and he's like, Allison, why, what are you doing? And I said, Oh, are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) And of course I'm beaming. I'm like, I'm going to sell these blocks of wood. And he looked at me in all seriousness and said, you're going to sell trash. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) I didn't see that as trash. And the damper on the sale, (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't listen to him. I went forward with it with, and we found these blocks behind my shed. Um, and we sold out of those in seconds. So we call local place to ship us more blocks of wood. Curiosity, who buys blocks of wood, Allison? Okay, I'll get I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. I ended up selling nine over nine thousand dollars in one day. Oh and naked, God. naked blocks of wood. <laughs> naked blocks of wood. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my here's, goodness. Here's the deal. And Jeannie, you teach this too. Like we all know this, but we have to see it in action for it to sit in. I didn't say, okay, these are pine. These are one inch by one inch. These are sanded. These are smooth. No, I said, imagine getting together with your kids, gluing kids faces on them, wrapping it up in a bow and then handing it to mom, your grandma for mother's day or Mod podging a Christmas countdown on it. And so they're counting down little pudgy toddler fingers are counting down in anticipation for Santa Claus. Like that's what you sell, right? You sell what it does, not what it is. And so I figured that out quickly of selling the story, telling the story versus explaining the product. And that's why like, I'm like, you can sell anything. You just have to tell people why they need it, why it is crucial for for them to have it in their lives, even a naked block of wood. What is your driving force behind this passion? Like what's really fueling this for you? Well, I think it's it's changed over the years. But what, what, what fueled that? Let's, let's talk about what you were so excited about the pudgy toddler fingers that were going to do the countdown. Like what fueled that? In the beginning, I'll be honest, it was money. We had to have money. Now, my husband was a physical therapist and he did, I mean, he was great, but we had student loans. We had a mortgage, we had a car payment. And I felt like we were good enough to put food on our table, but we didn't have enough to put food on other people's table. Mm -hmm. And so I think the drive was how do I, can I do something as on the side as a mom while my husband's working 
to bring in a little extra money so that we can do fun things. Like, do you know, you know how it feels if you give a neighbor who's struggling $500, like one year we got this little Christmas candy box. And of course we'd all the chocolate out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we put $50, $25, like all the money in it. And then we went and delivered it to a neighbor. And this wasn't why we were making a ton of money, but it felt so good. So I think it was selfishly to feel that goodness of being able to give Mm-hmm. I think that was a big driver. And I know money does such good things in this world mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, how do I figure out how to make money? And then I can figure out how to give money away. <laughs> I think that was the drive. Wow. 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 I love it. Love it. Love it. And then, and so what well, you're saying, is it's changed over the years. So what drives you today? What drives me today? Okay. So it was the money, right? And I think when you get started, a lot of people are like, Oh, if I could just have a savings or if I could just pay off my credit card or medical bills, and that's their drive, which is great because we have to have that pain of that heaviness to get us to move. Like if we didn't have it, we would be fine, right? Where we're at. So we have to have that, that pain or something to get us going. And then as I started teaching others, I remember this was my first year of teaching probably about three and a half, four years ago. And I had sold some blankets online and we ended up just in a two, I think it was a two or three day sale. We ended up um, doing over $64,000 in blankets, <laughs> blankets, right? There's a, and my face, this was okay. My face was not involved. I didn't do an Instagram story. Like I love it. Cause I didn't have to be a part of it. And then I got a message from one of my students that said, Allison, I just made $2,000 this month. Do you realize that that has changed my entire life? Mm. And it was at that point that I'm like, which one fulfilled me? I know I can go sell products online. Like I've done it for a decade. But watching this woman, her life completely changed. Like she'd never made a dollar online. And now $2,000 a month completely changes her life. I was like, oh, I just fell in love with her story. Mm. How can I hear more of those stories? And now that's become, I guess the drive, the addiction is when people tell me their success stories, I'm like, let's do it again. Let's, how do we make a four? How do we make a 10? How do we make a 40? <laughs> right? Like, you know, this feeling like we get so amped up on our student success mm-hmm. that it drives us. We yeah. get on Facebook lives and Instagram stories and all this stuff, even when we're like recovering from a migraine or we're just like, I just don't feel good today, but dang, I'm going to show up for you Mm -hmm. because you invested in me. I'm showing up for you. Let's do this. Let's do this. So I think that's the evolution of it. Services are really special. You know, you get a front row seat into people's lives and it's, it's a relationship and it's a connection and it's really, really special. It is. All right. So where did you used to live? Oh, which place? (laughs) Oh, I only knew of one. Yeah. So, well, there's, okay. uh, Utah, grew up in Utah, moved to Oklahoma, moved to Idaho, and then moved back to Utah. So Utah is kind of like our ground roots. Okay. Um, But the last uh, year and a half, yeah, you just heard the bug snapper. So that might be, um, (laughs) uh, and we uh, now live in Puerto Rico. Uh, what gave you the idea to move to Puerto Rico? <laughs> okay, we we like adventure. Um, number one, 
we like to take risks. And then um, we actually got asked to come down and do a mini shark tank uh, wow. down in Hawaii. Um, my daughters and I, we were the judges. The girls got to do the teenager. I got to do the students. And they were given $30,000 away at this shark tank. And I'm like, that is so cool that someone donated $30,000 to entrepreneurs that can actually go change lives. Right. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is so amazing. We come back home, April 15th rolls around and I write the biggest check of my whole life. And I know I'm just sick. I'm just so sick about it. And then within that week, we hear about this place called Puerto Rico that has 4% well, taxes. It's just April 15th for all my international people is tax oh, day in America. Tax day. <laughs> <laughs> tax day. And Puerto Rico has 4% taxes. So to go from, I don't know, 40, 50, whatever the tax bracket is, right? Down to 4%, where now I feel like I can do... I know what my money's going to go towards. So when I give it away, I know it's going to make an impact. And we just felt really strongly to move down here. So six weeks later, we moved to six Puerto Rico. Weeks? Six weeks later. <laughs> Whoa, speedy Allison. I love it. I love it. So now you're living on an, a tropical island where her Insta stories are amazing, by the way, for anyone that just needs to take a little like stay K from your home, go follow Allison's Insta stories. She's like playing tennis with her kid in Puerto Rico and taking a bike ride. And it's so good. It's so good. But I love it because I think it shows and I hope it inspires people to know that what they're doing today isn't what they're meant to do in 10 years. And if I could go back and give the Allison 10 years ago, who I had bangs, I didn't wear makeup. I was exhausted with four babies. I was still nursing at the time. Mm. I had all the fears, all the doubts, all the, am I good enough? Is, am I just wasting my time? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. If I go back and just wrap her in my arms and just say, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for moving forward, even though you had no clue what you were doing, even though you're scared out of your mind, even though the neighbor was laughing at you. I guess that was a little bit later. Yet laughing at you for selling trash, you did it. And that younger, scared version of me is allowing me to live my dream life today. Ooh. Ooh. It's powerful, right? Have you revisited that neighbor? No, <laughs> I don't even know. Now. <laughs> He's probably watching your Insta stories. <laughs> wow. 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 Allison. So, so beautiful. So, you know, I think that you talked about the roller coaster earlier that, you know, the entrepreneurial and, and people are like, I want to be Allison when I grow up and sell $64,000 worth of pillowcases and multi-million dollar companies. Is that like, so on that entrepreneurial journey, like when people will hit those highs and so they're doing what they're doing because they love it or they're excited or feel like it's their soul's mission or like it's their next thing. And then the lull hits, then something doesn't work out. A client backs out, the launch doesn't take off, the show up rate isn't there, whatever it is. And then there's just that like thud, like a ton of bricks in your stomach. What advice do you have for somebody that maybe hit the low end of the roller coaster ride? Well, first off, congratulations. You've got to hit it. All entrepreneurs do. Gina, you've hit it. Like everybody that we talk to, that's part of it. If you're not hitting those, 
then you're not an entrepreneur. Like there is something wrong. You're not pushing yourself hard enough. You have to have it. That's part of it. And so as you see it, you're like, okay, I know this is part of the journey. Just like if you're running a marathon, you know, mile number 16, I think it's 16, maybe it's 20. I don't remember is like the wall. And if you can bust through that wall, then you're good to go. And so you just plan for those things. And then just like journal about it, like, right. get it out of your head. Right. Uh, I think you told me you shine light on it and it goes away. And so if you're like, okay, what is freaking me out right now? What's holding me back? Why am I so scared? I, or I hit this or my show up rates or I mean, whatever the excuse is, right. We can list off 10,000 of them. Just write it out. Just write it out. I remember I had one time I did a webinar and I sold one. And I called my team and I'm like, that's it. You're all fired. I quit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it feels awful, doesn't it? In that moment. It really does. It totally does. Mm -hmm. But I think it keeps us humble. I think it keeps us yeah. hungry. And I think number one, it keeps us serving our people. If I'm like, okay, only one person bought, that means that my offer, my service, my product was not good enough for them. What do I need to do? to be able to give them an offer they can't resist, mm -hmm. right? And we hear that all the time, give them an offer they can't resist. No, literally, like, what do they need? It's not about you. It's what does your customer need that you can fulfill on? How can you serve them the best to get the results that you have promised? And I think that you, you just have to go say, okay, I only sold one. Yay. Or I only had one person attend. One's better than none, right? And then go back and say, okay, what, what do I need to do to make this to where they need it, where they have to have it to succeed? So and then you do it again mm -hmm. and you do it again. And it's like some people I've seen them jump from e-commerce to digital, to real estate, to nursing. Like they jump all over the place. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think about like landlords when they get a property to rent out and they don't have someone living in their home or renting that property out, does the landlord say, Oh, I'm walking away from that. I'm going to go find another place. No, they stay with that property and they improve it. Does it need new carpet? Does it need paint? What can I do to increase the value so I can get it rented out? And I think so many people are like abandoning their rental properties and just jumping from place to place and that's not how it works. And I think they get frustrated because they don't see the results after they've jumped 15,000 times. No, just stay, improve it, become an expert. And then you can move to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you can do all the things you want to, just not at the same time. Beautiful, beautiful. And then, so then there's the people that like, they've hit their like first lull or didn't work out or whatever. And then there's that. So it's like, okay, pick yourself and dust yourself back off again. And then what advice do you have for the entrepreneurs that like keep hitting the same wall? They're like, tried this and tried that and tried this and tried that and find themselves in some form of a plateau. They need to get with other entrepreneurs. So like Gina, you and me and a few other entrepreneurs, we meet up and you guys helped me to break down walls. I didn't even know I had. You helped me to break through the plot, like things I didn't even think of, things I couldn't even see because my view is limited, right? My view is only through my eyes. But you bring Gina Devian, who's like, Allison, <laughs> Allison. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even think about that. You just opened up a whole new wall. Now it's a window and I can see more. And so I think it, 
you have to have entrepreneur friends. Like you literally have to have to have a community, whether it's six people, whether it's a hundred people to bounce ideas off of when an entrepreneurship people, like I think Satan gets into our head and he's like, Oh, you're on this lone Island. You have to do it all on your own. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of his greatest tools that in comparison. Yeah. And he keeps you on this little Island so that you can grow. So that Gina DeVee can't open the window to the world that you need to see in front of you. And so you have to get with people and you have to talk and you have to stay consistent with it. Preach, Allison, preach. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that you're bringing this up because in, in the Divine Living community, we talk so much about feminine principles and feminine is about the community. It's about relationships, not thinking that you have to do everything by yourself, not thinking you have to figure it all out on your own. There is nothing wrong with you. There is a solution that just might not be coming through you. And I know that God uses all different people to provide the solution through. So sometimes it comes through us individually. And so many times, as Allison's talking about, it comes through coaches, mentors, mastermind partners, friends, colleagues, a Facebook ad, whatever, like the, the solution does exist. So just the keep the perseverance going because so much, so much goodness is always there when you don't self-abandon. And can I say one other thing? Please. Get off YouTube University and invest in a course. Like how many times can we just go down the black pit of YouTube University to learn something? And then we're watching some Disneyland show that's <laughs> way too old. And we're not even like we've lost. No, just take our time is so precious. Take that and invest it into a coach to help you get further faster. They're going to open up more doors for you than you just trying to be a cheapskate over on YouTube. You don't go anywhere because if you did, like, I, I don't know, I just... You wouldn't be where you're at if you just stayed on like YouTube University. You just stay where you're at. You just get more confused. You go down too many rabbit holes over there. So get with entrepreneurs and get a mentor. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then, because then you just go to the next levels. Can we talk about, are we allowed to talk about what just happened for you with your next level? Absolutely. Absolutely. What just happened, Allison? (laughs) Are you talking, you're talking about the challenge, right? No. I'm talking about, I think what you were doing a happy dance about at the end of September. Oh, my goal, my financial goal. Well, and there was something that there was a transaction that happened. You know, what was it? (laughs) You sold a business. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about it. I can't tell. I I can't tell specific numbers. Okay. No, 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 no. (laughs) I think so much. So much, you know, like we did our live conference. We sold a business. We did the challenge. We're doing all this. So much has happened in the last four or five months. Like my mind's like. Okay. All right. So like, look, I just think it's like, I never even thought about selling business. I mean, I'm the name and face of the brand, but it's like, Allison, she's like sells businesses like pancakes. Like I'm like, and she's so tell us what just happened. (laughs) All right. So, um, I actually sold that pillowcase business which is so cool. You're actually the first one. You guys listening, this is the first audience I've told. I haven't even told mine yet because I'm trying to figure out how to work it into a podcast episode because... You can borrow this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I sold... This is my second business that I've sold. So that one that I built from trash, we ended up selling it seven years later. 
And then uh, the pillowcase business, we signed end of September. And that was so, so fun to be able to do. And that's like the beauty of being able, like you can choose your own path. I have businesses that I never want to sell. I want to be a part of forever. And then I have other businesses that I'm like, do you know what? Let's just run it in a few hours a week. I don't want to be the face of it. Let's build it. Let's sell it. And let's move on. You get to choose the business that fits your personality. And I just happen to have my fingers in a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say so. Oh, I mean, congratulations. I just love the big thinking in you. And then the other thing that we don't talk a lot about here on the Divine Living Podcast, but I know that you're really involved in this. So investing, you know, I think women like, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but in general, so many women entrepreneurs are not involved in an investing conversation. And so um, I know that you're really into investing. So not only do you have your businesses, you're selling businesses. So like there's all, all kinds of ways to be making money, ladies, and investing. So what do you want to say about that, Allison? Uh, oh, there's so much. And, and there's so little. There's not a lot of people that talk about money, especially investing. And then for me, I go out and I listen to people that talk about money and investing. And it's like college, PhD. I don't understand it. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it at all. And I need something basic. And even basic with me, I feel like I have to listen to something 16 times to understand it. I wasn't blessed with the brain that like just gets things like this. I have to... I have to keep going with it. And so I'll, I'll have people come in and they're like, I listened to it. And I just don't get it. And I just was crying. And I'm like, why listen to it 15 more times. That's what I have to do. So I'm getting, instead of getting frustrated that I didn't understand it the 15th or the first time I'm like, huh, I have 15 times more to go. Then I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll get it. Attitude. So, right. Set yourself up for success, not failure and tell your brain just take 16 times. That's it. Podcast episode. 16 times, I can nail it. <laughs> and so what I've done is I've just been asking people that I trust. So I did get a financial advisor, which I love. And then I listen to what he has to say. And then I go back and I listen to other people. And then I'll, I'll talk to some of my entrepreneur friends about it. And the way I've always seen it, and I think it stems from, and Gina and I, you've talked, we've talked a lot about this before, is I grew up with grandparents who were in the Great Depression and it was save everything. It was scarcity. It was recycle your tinfoil. It was recycle your baggies, which I still do. Uh, <laughs> and so that's kind of, I've saved a lot of money, but I invested into things that can start paying me quickly. And so... I think that my husband and I were talking about that a few days ago is I think we've done it backwards from what the world does. So the rest of the world we've seen, they get some money and then they go spend it on cars and fancy stuff. And Jared and I, we've saved it. We've put it in investments. And then those investments are actually, we're going to pay for the cars or the fancy houses. So it's like we get the cars and fancy house. It's, it's not any, I mean, it's perfect. It's what we need. But it's like we're getting those houses and those cars for free because we put that money down into investments first. And for us, that's how we see things is how do we end up getting it for free? <laughs> it's, a, it's a grandpa coming back, right? So if we can invest it and make a return off of it, that that pays for the thing that we want and we still haven't touched the, the main piece of it. Like that's such a win-win 
Yes. And it's just, I think the hardest thing is, is saying no that first time of, no, I can wait. I can wait and buy that. Let's stick it in to the stock market or like we are invested into some home health and hospice type stuff. We invest into there and then we wait for those payouts and then we make decisions based on those. So when I first started, that wasn't it. That was like, how do we get money to pay for our neighbor who's sick? How do we figure out how to get food on their table? And then now it's, it, it's just been this evolution of changing. And now let's look at it as investment so that we can live off the, the bonus. So beautiful. Right? So beautiful. So healthy. So wise. So abundant. <laughs> you tell me, Gina. Okay, wait. Can we do, can I pause? Can we pause? Okay. Let's talk about Gina. Can we talk about you for a minute? <laughs> they, they hear a lot about me, but sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you came, the first time I met you and you were talking about Queens, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, like, Beyonce, she's a queen, like queen, 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 queen. But as I was reading your book mm-hmm. and as I was learning about the, the feminine side of cells, I truly learned what you stand for and how, what you mean by the word queen. And it is so refreshing to have you come out and say, you deserve this because you are a queen and it doesn't matter your income. It doesn't matter like where you're at, where you're living. Like you truly can be a queen because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice to know that I can bring in emotion and bring in personality and bring in who I truly am instead of being so rigid with some of my processes that I've learned in the 42 years, right, of selling that it's okay to just lean into things. Like I think you were, you were the one that taught me that just lean into who you are because you are the queen and abundance will come to you when you allow that. Yes. And Gina, the last four months has been an absolute wild ride for us because mm-hmm. I have leaned into that. I've learned that concept of mm-hmm. the feminine side of cells. And if you've not read her book, go read her book. That's a little plug for Gina. <laughs> go read her book. <laughs> oh, you're such, you're such a love and such a queen and, and such an example of just what is possible when you're connected with spirit and just, and I love that you use the word allowing. I feel like that's like just the state that you live in is this allowing, allowing. And then yes, it comes and comes and comes and surprises us and dazzles us. And it's just the way life is meant to be. So any last words of advice on anything that you want to share with the divine living community? Well, number one, keep listening to Gina. Uh Like that's a given. All right. <laughs> and that's not a plug. Like I listen to Gina. I need Gina in my life because she's like I said, shows me the windows. That I don't know that I'm supposed to look through. And I think the, okay, so I'll leave you, leave your readers with this in your business journey. You're going to have like those sparkles, those inspirations, those, Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I believe those are from God. If you don't believe in God, the higher power, the Supreme, the universe, whatever you believe in. Then on the opposite side, you're going to have the self-doubt, the I'm not good enough, the, oh, should I do this? The neighbors coming over and whispering things in your ear. (laughs) And you're going to feel not good enough. You're going to feel like a fraud. And then you're going to think, oh, and those feelings I feel like are from Satan, from the dark, Mm -hmm. from whatever you believe in on, on the opposite side of what's light. 
And I think you have to choose. God's trying to hand you your direction, trying to hand you your light. And if you fall into, I'm not good enough. If you fall into uh, the overwhelm, the confusion, then you're kind of leading towards Satan or the dark. When God is like, please, I'm trying to hand this to you. Take it, take it, take it. Mm -hmm. But yet those little tiny promptings throw us off completely. And then one other thing, Gina, you said too, like your stuff just sticks in my head all the time. (laughs) Um, Just how we've got the imposter syndrome. We talked a little bit about that. And you stood up and said, you're not an imposter. Imposters are frauds. And you know darn well, you're not a fraud. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, how many times of entrepreneurs have we gone out maybe selling cupcake liners? And we think we have to be Betty Crocker. And then we think we're a fraud. Whatever. No, my cupcake liners are really good. Or the straws or the pillowcases, right? Or even our own digital product. No, we go out there and we serve the world. We are so far away from fraud. But yet those little promptings get us closer to the dark and farther away from the light. And once we realize where those thoughts are coming from, then we can be like, okay, I want to get closer to God. I want to get closer to what the universe is telling me. It's easier to decipher which way you should lean into. Oh, preach woman, preach. Well, if you ever want to not do e-commerce and stores and make your millions and sell your businesses, I, I think that there's definitely a pulpit waiting for you. That's for sure. <laughs> You're so wise and smart and generous. Thank you so much for being here. So everyone go follow Allison J. Prince on Instagram. I want you to screenshot this amazing episode and tag us both. Tell us what you got out of it, what your big takeaway is. And Allison, where can they come find about you, sign up for your list, get into your programs? What, what are the options? So Instagram, you can go Allison J. Prince on Instagram. There's a J in there. There's a bunch of Allison Princes out there. So I put the J in there to help me cheat uh, C or SEO, <laughs> right? Like how do we be a little bit unique? So we pop up quickly anyway. So yeah, Allison J Prince, there's a podcast because I can life L I F E.com. And yes. then Allison J Prince.com. You can go take a quiz to see if business building is right for you. Like I'm all over the place. Lots of freebies, lots of downloads. Oh, oh, I got a good one. I got a good one. Go to, you can go to becauseicanlive.com forward slash gift, G-I-F-T. I'm going to show you 16 products that help me to get to my first million. And they are going to totally surprise you. Because it's fancy. It's like one of them is a block of wood. And then there's other things in there. These are some of the products that help me to get to my first million online. I love it. I love it. We will have all those links in the show notes. So go subscribe to her podcast, leave a review, listen to Allison. You're going to get so many more jewels of wisdom and inspiration and perseverance. So love you, sister. Thank you so much. You're such a star. And to be thank you, Gina. Thank you. Thank you. If you are at six figures or multiple six figures and have a desire to work with me in a very close, intimate and elite way, I want to invite you to check out the La Dolce Vita program. It is by application only, and you can get all the details at divineliving.com forward slash La Dolce Vita. The link is also in the show notes. And if this is for you, we're about 50% uh, sold out at the time of this recording and see if it's for you. If it is, get your application in. You're real clear on who, who it is for, and you'll know if it's right for you. 
But if you are interested in being around me and my fierceness and getting coached intimately for you on your business and what you're craving in the next level, plus being around these other, I can't say all these amazing women because it's not a big group program. It's pretty small. You'll see the details on the page. But the women who are just about the yes and just about the up level and just about the how can I do this so that they are living the sweet life in every area of their lives, then then this might be for you. So definitely check it out. But either way, I want you to know that you have the ability to raise your standards in a way that you feel proud, that you are excited, and that literally creates the business of your dreams. Lots of love. Hey, Queen, I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved sharing it with you. And if you want to connect more and be the first to know what's coming up in all things Gina DeVee and the world of divine living, text me. My number is 1-310-421-0704. That's 310-421-0704 if you live in the United States or Canada. Once I put your number in my context, get ready to receive motivation, queen tips, BTS, sneak peeks, and all the good stuff right in your texts. 